What is up? <coughs> As I cough into the mic, welcome to the theater room, episode fifty-seven. We got a uh, a big episode uh, with some big announcements that just happened. But before we jump into that, Scythe, Carmine, Zuplex, uh, Wade, Pool, whatever what you want to call you, welcome, <laughs> uh, welcome to the theater room, episode fifty-seven, guys. What's going on? What's going How's on? So, I, I mean, listen, clearly I'm excited, but uh, uh, Fred, what is, how excited are you with the news that we just got uh, just before we jumped in five minutes ago? We got some brand new news from Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited um, to see how they're going to incorporate him into the MCU, knowing that his version of Wolverine already died. <laughs> Yeah, who right? knows, right? So, well, I guess they so have like, it built in, right, that he could be a... Uh, future, what, what, yeah, future, what, time, what time frame are they going to strip him out of to put him into, pull him into Deadpool and then into the MCU? He's got to jump two realities, I guess. I guess. I mean, for the, so for those who uh, didn't see the news, Ryan Reynolds released today on Instagram and really on social media across the world that uh, Wolverine himself, Hugh Jackman, is coming back as Wolverine for Deadpool 3. It was a big joke, right? He said he didn't. They don't have a script, or he doesn't know what the story's gonna be about, whatever. But then Hugh Jackman, he walked by and he goes, uh, "You want to play Wolverine again?" And he goes, "Yeah, why not?" And that's mm-hmm. it. So, see, that's the thing. He said, "Do you want to play Wolverine one more time?" Right, right, right. That those are his and exact that's, words. That's the key. That's the key phrase for me for this. Yeah. So in honor, like, in honor of Wolverine, yeah. I got a drink. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. But. To me, ahead, it Carmen. feels like a, uh, a typical Deadpool trolling the fans type of thing. I think I Hugh Jackman's going to be in the movie, um, probably playing Wolverine. I I don't think it's for more than like one scene. Well, we t- so I, I think we're. I, this. Go yeah, ahead, Fred. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I think we're going to get more than one scene. Um, I just I can't see him going further and like really getting into the mcu like i agree i think it's a one and done with this movie i just think he's going to be a little more involved in the movie than we think well yeah yeah. he's definitely not gonna be signing on for a 10 picture deal or multiple anything it's gonna be a a one movie contract i he's not gonna be the mcu's wolverine no 100 percent. and like and like i said in uh, uh, on Facebook for anyone who's joined the Facebook group, I mentioned. Um, like a bar or something like that, he kind of looks over and he's going to see Hugh Jackman standing there drinking a beer or something. He's going to turn to the camera and kind of be like, holy shit. Like, that's what look at Hugh Jackman. That's Wolverine. And he's going to turn to him and be like, yo, wolves. And Hugh Jackman's going to turn back and be like. Fucking Ryan, I told you I'm not gonna be Wolverine again and he's gonna walk out. Like that's yeah, gonna exactly. be the scene. That's I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be something along those lines, you know. Like the uh what was it? Which which shitty X-Men movie was it where they uh they walk in the it, bar? It was first class. And, yeah. And they're like, hey, and he's like, fuck off, and they just fucking walk right out. Right. Like <laughs> it's, it's gonna be gonna a similar be thing. Similar that. And and just you knowing know. the way Hollywood works, that scene in first class. I, so I personally liked First Class. I think it's one of the better X Men movies. Yeah, but that yeah. scene was one of the scenes that like unanimously everyone loved. They thought it was just a funny mm-hmm. joke. It was a quick cameo. It was it was all that was needed. So knowing Hollywood, they're gonna see that and go, "Oh, let's replicate that exact scene in Deadpool three, and then he'll basically do the same thing, and that'll be our return of Wolverine." So, see, know. my thing is like, 
we all can kind of figure out that he's not going to be the MCU's Wolverine, right? Right. Anybody who thinks he's going to be the MCU's no way. No Wolverine, way. you're out of your mind. It's just not no. going to happen. He, Guys, he would never want to do that. Yeah, he's not going to no. want to sign on for the next 10 years of his life to be Wolverine again. Correct. You know? um, I also don't think he's the Wolverine I want in the MCU. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't want to see that version of Wolverine in the MCU again. You know what I mean? Cause I have like, a question now because this is bouncing around. Um, we may get multiple, I guess, variants of characters in Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it is there? There's a rumor floating that Hughes Wolverine might be one of the characters in Secret Wars. But that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm sure he will be. Yeah, like, yeah. No, almost like no passing the mantle off. But then right? that won't be the one more time thing. You know what I mean? It kind of defeats that. I mean, yeah, but how my, do we know? Secret Wars is coming out the end of 2025. We don't know when Deadpool 3 is coming out. So how do we know Deadpool 3? No, Deadpool 3, we do know. They announced it. They announced Um, it. It's September, September 9th. When did they announce it? I missed that? Yeah. It was at at the end of the the video. video. Oh, I didn't watch the end of the video. Once once Ryan Reynolds did his little, like, September 6th, 2024. So it's it's right before Fantastic Four. So we're getting back-to-back Fox uh, movies joining the MCU. That is yeah. interesting, actually. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wonder what that means. I don't, I mean, I don't think that means anything, to be honest with you. The, the well, back-to-back maybe in Deadpool stuff. 3, then, Wolverine yeah. passes the mantle on to whoever the next person is. You know, I mean, that's a possibility. Um, but then I again, have a funny feeling it's going to, this whole movie is just going to kind of be like outside of the MCU's like timeline. Yeah, type of thing, you know, and at the end, like Deadpool goes through a portal and winds up like, right. oh, this isn't my timeline, like that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be a standalone movie basically for the entire yeah. runtime. I mean, that's, that's possible too. But I mean, listen, th- this is the marketing genius of Ryan Reynolds and just Marvel. All he yeah. did was drop a minute and 28 second video. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're sitting here talking about it. He's got the internet basically going nuts about it. Yeah, um, the internet's yeah. on fire right now because of it. It's a win-win really for all of them, to be honest, just to oh, even drop course. a hint. But I do think if they do pull a quick one on us and have Hugh Jackman in there for two seconds, a lot of fans are going to turn quick. I don't think people are going to be happy with that. Uh, I, I agree. You know what? I don't, I don't think so. I think if, if we get a really great Deadpool 3, well, I don't think anybody's going to really give a shit. Like, I, think, I think it's going to wind up like the first class scene. Where it's Maybe. like everybody loves that scene. It was awesome to see it, but like the movie was fucking awesome. So are you really upset that we didn't get Wolverine the whole goddamn movie? But see, it doesn't have to be the whole movie. Look at uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, Maguire and Garfield yeah. are in there for, what, say 20 minutes, 25 minutes the most? Yeah, and it's a lot long- It's longer than that, though. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure like the screen time that they had. Well, maybe only- screen time wise, yeah. Yeah, it was only like 20, 25 minutes, but they felt like such a major part of the movie. I mean, they could do it the right way. Right. You know what I mean? But no, they definitely could. if you they haven't seen it online, you heard it here, folks, folks, I'll put the link to Ryan Reynolds video on you on the YouTube description. Wolverine's coming yeah. back for Deadpool three. Hugh Jackman himself I mean, the, will be back. The, yeah. The good, uh, the good thing about this also is that Hugh Jackman actually posted the same video on his Instagram. Also. Right. So that means yeah, that I have real. no doubt in my mind that this is real. He's coming back. It's yeah. announced everywhere at this point. Yeah. Um, and the two of them are confirming it themselves. 
Yeah, so, so it's just as to it's what happening, right? It's just, it's to what uh, length is he going to be involved? I mean, to, to, kind of pivoting from that. I know it's a Marvel thing, but pivoting from there, we have a whole bunch of shows to talk about. There's there's a lot of things that kind of went on in the last week. I'm a, I'm gonna throw a bonus at you. Go for it. Uh, it just happened. Can we talk about that Last of Us trailer? Yes. You know what? All right. So let's do Last of Us trailer, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of some of the things that yeah. came out because we have a, a bunch of shit to get get through today. <clears throat> first things first. Uh, since I'm the host of the show, I'm gonna just flat out say the Last of Us trailer blew me away. I'm so. I, it's now officially my most anticipated show of 2023. I'm so excited. I thought it, I thought the trailer looked great. The casting so far seems to be right on Is point. Is it 2023? That's yeah, it's coming out next year. Yeah, early oh. 2023, I think. I'm thinking that we're in 2023 already. I'm shot. Sorry, no. No. <laughs> it is, you, you missed it. What year. are you drinking there, bud? Yeah, <laughs> water, which is crazy. <laughs> is it a Molson water? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm extremely excited for this. That trailer was phenomenal. They didn't have to say a word, no. which they didn't. They didn't have to say a word for it to tell me so much of what's happening in this show. Well, so and you played the game, obviously. We're 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 yeah, big Last yeah, yeah. of Us fans. Uh, Carmine, have you played Last of Us? Um, I played. I didn't finish it, but I played. How did you not finish it? Yeah, I'll never understand. I have a friend um, too who like played like a couple hours of it and then was like, "Yeah, I didn't really like it." I, honestly, the reason why the ninety percent of the reason why I don't end up finishing certain games is because other games come out well, and yeah. I get distracted easily. I cut yeah. you off, Fred. I mean, what were you saying? I, I cut you off, man. I'm sorry. I got excited. Uh, Last of I, Us I gets me remember. excited. Oh yeah, yeah you were uh, saying uh, uh, it didn't have to say a word for us to know what was going on. Yes, yes, exactly. And like I, I felt the tone of, of of the show. I felt the um, I felt their emotion of like being fearful for Fedra and like oh, yeah. hiding out bro. When I heard the clicker sound for the first yes. time, I got chills that went from top to bottom. Hell it was yes. the perfect scene and shout out, shout out to the actor or actress who was in the clicker suit doing the mannerisms. And, oh and my like, God, it's perfect. Bro, it looked just like the video game. It's it was absolutely perfect, perfect movement. I got to say, um, if you haven't yet, uh, Scythe put out a reaction video to the trailer. You can literally see on camera the chills that he got when the clicker sound happened. <laughs> yeah, it's but, but I had the same. So I was, I'm like a little kid, right? So I saw that there was a trailer out. And I watched it before I even talked to a single person. I just I couldn't help it. I hit play. My thumb had a yeah. mind of its own. I got the same thing, though, man. When the, when the clicker, the way it looked and the way it sounded flawless mm-hmm. i mean flawless this really looks like we, we've been kind of creeping towards that video game property that does the original justice but also really adapts it to the screen in the right way yeah we've gotten closer and closer uncharted as much as some, some people might not like it it is a pretty good video game adaptation it, it is uncharted evil, i was very pleased with yeah resident evil I, welcome I like to raccoon Richard. city same thing monster hunter as much as that sucks Duplex? same thing what uh example did you? I said I liked Uncharted. I mean, I didn't yeah. think it was like a, a a shot for shot like really great representation of the game. No, no. it wasn't. But, but it, it hit but it a lot of the stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it kind of captured the feeling of the game. You know, yeah, it captured the feeling of the game. It hit the notes you wanted to hit, and it was entertaining. More and yeah. more, I feel like Last of Us might be that show that just unanimously gets us to that point where Hollywood studios are like, all right. 
let's start taking these video game adaptations seriously and stop trying to just like shoehorn some cash and yep. be done with it. You know what I mean? It looks great. And, I think what's his name? Uh, Pedro Pascal as Joel. Phenomenal. Some of the, one of the best gonna, casting yeah. choices we've gotten. I don't care what anyone what? says online. He's excellent for that role. Well, I'll also Facts. tell you that, like, The Last of Us as a game is a game that is better suited for a Hollywood adaptation. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a very story-driven game. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the smart yeah. thing they did, though. This is the problem with Resident Evil and why we can't get a solid uh, adaptation out of it. Because what they did with Last of Us is they took Last of Us 1, just that game, and yep. the DLC for it, which was a prequel to that game. And mm-hmm. said, "This is uh, this is a TV show number one, and this is the first season. There's yeah. there's no I'm going to take elements from Last of Us two or Uncharted or other kind of nonsense. It that's it. We're going to focus on the story that was first told. That's the first yes. season. Resident Evil keeps taking stuff from Resident Evil one, Resident Evil five, Resident all Evil seven. Over, yeah, they're all games over the that place. are so different." And going, let's just jam them together and make they're, that. They're making movie. up new characters that no one's heard of. Yeah, they're all over the place. The focus wow. that yeah. you see with The Last of Us, all the locations, you can see it in the trailer. The locations look Bro, like, like straight oh my, out of the, the game. The, you know the I mean? rundown buildings and everything. It was out of the game. The way they're exploring the, the different towns, the it just it looks good. The, all the scenes with them in the one city do, looks great. Like, it looks I think good. it has to do with allowing the developers – excuse me, the developers of the game to really have a say in what's happening in the show. Yes. Because they're the one that knows the characters the most. 100%. It's it's the same way of what Marvel's doing. Like, they know the characters the most. That's why they're more successful telling the stories of these characters. Right. They know what makes the characters uh, popular, right? Like, that's that's what you want. Letting the the developers into the writing room and the creative process is probably the smartest thing that you could possibly do. 100%. Totally agree. And yep. and what's very telling to that point is in the trailer, one of the biggest names, like, and I mean physically biggest names you see on screen when they're talking about the behind the scenes people, was Neil Druckmann, who is yeah. the creator of the games. And this, yeah. It kind of shows you how much, not power is not the right word, but how much respect they have for him as the one who masterminded the games to be included yeah. in the show. It's huge. Well, I think, they the watched, I think they watched Halo and they were like, we can't let this be yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. They were probably like. They were probably. Let's take a yep. cue from Halo and let's put a helmet on Joel the entire time, and he'd be like, "What the? F- oh my god! If they if they if they went that route, I would lose my mind." Well, if they put a helmet on Joel the entire time. That's just the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's true. True. That's true. They said it, already, it already happened, right? True. I will. I will say this, and I think. The, the actress that plays Ellie was a Game of Thrones actress, if I'm not mistaken. And isn't she um, um, the Mormont girl, the little girl, Lyanna Mormont? Yeah. Um, so people seem to like her. I know nothing about her. So I don't know. I, I really don't know what to yeah, expect as far as her. Hey, that's a Patreon um, idea right there. You didn't watch Game of Thrones. You should react to Game of Thrones and every episode put it on Patreon. Dude, that, that's so many episodes. Hey, but, <laughs> but we need maybe, content, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. She's great in Game of Thrones, so I mean, you know. Well, uh, <laughs> you can quit cut seasons together. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. drop a that's thousand true. on Vimeo to host it all, but we'll, yeah, that's true. We'll well, that's, a, that's a separate so, um, problem. That's a behind-the-scenes <laughs> problem that we got to deal with. Yeah. But, uh, no, but I don't really know her, so I don't know what to expect with her being Ellie, and Ellie's such an... Im- she's just as important as Joel is to, yeah, the, to the story, so I, I hope she delivers as I know that Pedro can do it. I would tell you, so. acting wise, just based off of Game of Thrones, 
she 100% can can do the job. Uh, looks wise, she might not look 100% like Ellie, yeah. but you know, I, I think that uh, it really it's going to be up to the show to kind of win us over. And so far, everything they've shown us has been yeah. excellent. Like I said, they didn't have to say a word, and we we know what's what to expect from the show. Like it's going to be crazy. It's going to be scary. There's going to be action. There's going to be you know, stealthy, trying to get away from, you know, the yeah. infection, uh, monsters and everything. Like, it's, we got, I can't wait for the next trailer because I feel like the fact that we're getting a trailer, this has to drop early 2023 rather than later in 2023 because otherwise they wouldn't share the footage yet, I feel like. So. Um, as a side note, because uh, there's not much more we could say. They're, they're going to show us more info for sure. We'll probably get some TV spots. I'm excited for the yeah. show. But as a side note, just to kind of pat ourselves on the back, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we are up to six subscribers now in the last uh, couple of days. About last, uh, say, 10 days, we've gotten six new subscribers to our Twitch channel. So uh, shout out nice. to all the people who have subscribed, all the people who follow. Yeah, thank you very um, much. Appreciate the last few were Keith thank Hendrickson, you. Harry, and Heather Grover. We appreciate the support. And uh, – you know, we'll keep kind of pumping out as much content as we can. So, hell yeah. Um, Thank you guys. So, aside from that, we talked about uh, Wolverine coming back. We talked about Last of Us trailer dropping. Let's go yep. into some of the reviews because there's a ton. There's a ton of reviews. Yep. Um, I'd say since there's a couple of Disney stuff, let's switch over to uh, Amazon Prime for a little Ring of Power. Benny2755 says, Congratulations. Yo. Thanks, what up, brother. Benny? And, uh, you know, let us know what you think of the shows we're about to talk about. Ring of Power. So, uh, are we all caught up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Carmine made a face that looked like he was about to drop some diarrhea. Let, let, let so, him go uh, first. Go ahead, buddy. Go. What's your take on right. this? What's the? Oh, hot? It's the other way. Yeah, other way. Yeah. Way. What's the hot yeah, take? There we go. <laughs> yeah, he's on this side over here. So I'm happy that we're finally getting movement in the story because for the first four episodes, nothing happened. Um. So we finally have an idea of where this story is going. What I can't deal with anymore, and this is super apparent in this episode, is this is it's like high school play level acting going on in this episode. Okay. It is. Right. It I was is wondering where you were gonna go with this. Bad, yeah. bad, bro. Like when when the when the elf that got captured, the the main elf, mm -hmm. um, is talking with the chick on the on the tower and they're like trying to figure out where the battle plan is going to go. It's like shitty Shakespeare. It's like, but we cannot go. It's so overacted. It's, it's like ridiculous. high school, like a high school play. Yeah. yeah. I don't so ridiculous, bro. And then, and then know. on top of all that, we have the training scene with the female elf and the, and the Galad guard and the Galadriel, Galadriel mm -hmm. and the, uh, and the guys and everything like that. Dude, you know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of the the choreography from the playground fight scene from Daredevil with Ben Affleck. It like did. that's what that looked it like. It did have that a little. We're, we're getting we're getting early two thousand <laughs> shitty choreography and acting out of a fucking high school play, and people are talking about this thing like it's better than Game of Thrones. All right. Get out of here. The show is trash. All right, sorry. The show is trash, according to Carmine. Uh, Fred, <laughs> you're the resident Lord of the Rings fan. What do you think? I wouldn't say resident, but I would say this episode <laughs> to me was better than this week's episode of Game of Thrones. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode. We find, like you said, Carmen, we that, finally that's a have a big statement um, right there. 
yeah and we'll get to that but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we finally have some sort of direction and i feel like we're actually moving to a, a conclusion or at least to somewhat of a big battle of you know right. all the um even all like all the ships leaving Nimenor right. and like, even the one that the one that got blown up i was like what is going on here yeah. <laughs> you know so <laughs> So the, I'm, the, I'm, one's hiding on the ship. The other one's trying to blow it up. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, they here? start fighting. I'm just like, yeah. So I'm uh, right in the middle, right? Like, I know, uh, Fred, you were a Lord of the Rings fan. Like, you know, the original movies, you were a big fan of those. Uh, Carmine, I kind of agree with you, was a little overrated. Um, I w- my opinion is that the episodes one and two of Ring of Power were really well done as far as like, uh, like, like story setting and just kind of, kind of introducing the characters, getting us used to the world and that kind of thing. And yeah. then from there, it just it was, was running in quicksand, and it just didn't move anywhere. But this last episode, I feel like we finally, See, according to you, Fred, I agree with you, we finally got like a definitive, this is what going forward yeah. the show is going to be focused on. Um, I, I, I am very much interested in who is Sauron, how is, mm-hmm. like, who, who is he hidden amongst, you know, is the stranger Gandalf, like questions like that I'm right. interested in. Um, but I do feel like it's like we came out of the gate with too many main characters and too many factions. To, it yeah. focused on too many at once. Oh, you mean the same it, problem that Lord of the Rings has always had? <laughs> well, Thanks. no, but that's, I thought they would have learned from Game of Thrones. Like the Fred, you might not know this yet, but the original Game of Thrones show and even the books, like they start off where you have a bunch of houses for sure, but they yeah. don't start introducing new how they start like kind of, I should say dropping breadcrumbs. Of like, oh, this is from House Heron Hall, but they don't they're not really important until three seasons later. So at least when they come back in, you're like, Oh, I remember that guy. Known. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my problem with the Lord with Ring of Power in particular is that there's oh, I mean, I'm pretty good with na- remembering names and the connections and all that kind of stuff. I am still so lost with with Ring of Power. I I see people and I'm like, wait a minute, all right, that guy's name is what now? And he's connected to who? And you know. However, I, having every, said that everything in Ring of Power that I love so far is uh on Numenor, yep, and um, uh, uh the Elven yes, and Dwarf I, relationship. I agree. The whole stuff with the Hobbits right now, I don't. Give yeah, a I could care uh, the less. Hob- yeah, the Hobbits, I don't care. The Stranger is um, the only the, good part. Only of that, the stra- I hope, yeah, the Stranger is the only one that I I really give a shit about. But you, um, you got to give it credit, Carmine. The the visual the quality of the show is like oh, yeah, yeah, top notch. Yeah, it's top notch. It, I would so say not- it has a House of the Dragon beat as far as like the visuals, like the the creatures uh, on Lord Ring of Power. I don't know about that. See, but I think I the dragons look way too cartoony on. Uh, on yeah, but House see, like I think, I think the um, I'll agree that the dragons on uh, on House of the Dragons look a little cartoony. That's why they're trying to keep them more in darkness, like because it helps with the. Uh, effective at all but yeah. like when it, when it comes to bring a power like the orcs look like they're wearing makeup like they See, don't, I don't, look I don't like, really agree i think they don't yeah i don't good. agree with that you know, we have to disagree with the orcs just, look fine and and the some of the action scenes especially like the first episode when she's hanging off the when they're climbing up the ice cliff and they have that shot of her it looked real. It looked like She-Hulk level of CGI. That's it. You know that that actually like, looked pretty bad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I, don't know. I can't like, argue that one. I don't know. It just yeah. Seems... I, the first the first two episodes were pretty rough. See now, the, the one the mistake. Third, third one better. I actually liked. Um, the third one I liked. The fourth one took a dip. Yeah. But um, this latest one for me was their best one. 
I, I, see, I, I agree, but again, though, because but I think only, there's forward momentum now. It, like, yeah. like we're saying it's the best one because it's it took them five episodes to let us know where the story's going. Like that's yeah. the only reason why we're saying it's the best one because in the other four episodes, nothing happened. You know what well, I mean? Well, the third one was more enjoyable for me. Um, just seeing like yeah. the elf that was actually like captured, him becoming a badass and trying to break out of it, like that, all that stuff was cool. Yeah, then. that's that part was cool, but like the um, majority of the episode was be, beyond that, was like just like, what are we I doing? Don't know. I've, I'm finding things to like with it. I will admit, though, one of the things that keeps me really tethered to the show is that there's a bunch of Spartacus, former Spartacus actors in it, and uh, <laughs> just the fact that they're yeah. in it, I'm gonna be interested, but. <laughs> You know, I can uh, anything, I anything see, with those actors. Like, I'm into. So, I was literally like, when those two actors were standing on top of that thing, and they were just like, "And and we, how are we going to fight all of them?" I was just like, I was on my couch, just like, I can't believe that <laughs> they, this is the take that they let go on. I mean, like, I, what, so what are we doing? Like, this is so bad. I did. I do like that. This we have like an origin story to Mithril. Which is like the, yeah. the vest, basically that saves Frodo in Fellowship of the Ring. Um, I do like the whole kind of storyline with that tree that was like basically half light and half dark, and you know yep. they're trying to kind of revive that to save the elves. I mean, there are there, are, and then the whole mystery of who is Sauron, and you know, is this guy, is this stranger Gandalf, or is he Sauron landing on uh, Middle Earth and yeah, all that right. stuff? Like, or uh, is I like, like the, the leader of the orgs, or is he Sauron? And, and you, know, yeah. you know, it's like they're gonna pull the rug from us, and at the end, be like, no, 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 he's not Gandalf. Yeah. Like, I, I, there, there are some mysteries there that I'm interested in, um, especially not being a huge, huge fan of the Lord of the Rings. Um, but I do think, and I've, I've been saying this to you guys in the chat, I think for the last few weeks now. You know, an hour for each show is just too long. The show yeah, can't handle long. that weight. You know, it's a little long for sure. If I they agree. they or, shave fifteen to twenty it's minutes, it's not a great it's not a right. great show. There's no right. doubt about it. But, it's not a bad show. Um, what I'd rather them do, in all honesty, what? is instead of giving us four episodes where nothing happens, is give us one episode following uh, Gandro, right? Galadriel. Then give us another episode. Galadriel. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, exactly. Then give, then give us well, another a episode. Faction, following, a faction of episode. Yeah. yeah. And then in the fifth episode, they're all coming together, and you're like, okay, yeah, right. That would now be... we know it's going. But see, I it feel sounds, like they have to set that up like in season phase. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just described a phase. I feel like I feel like they'd have to set that up though, because if you if you look back at like The Walking Dead, for example, they set up, you know, they brought in your main characters in the first like season, then they kind of expanded yeah. that group. But that by the end of season, uh, what was it season four? I think when they get out of the prison. Everyone is separated, and each episode focused on one person or two yeah. people. And yeah. everyone liked it for that one season. But then when they did that again, I think after Alexandria at some point, everyone hated it. Everyone was like, "This is the most bullshit shit yeah, ever." Like, I don't want to do that. So you gotta—it's a fine line to cross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they could have done it with the show because it's like it's already built into the myth and lore of Lord of the Rings. I think yeah. the yeah. right to- choice you know is there's... get rid of 15 minutes. Take 15 minutes off the show. I'll give you a perfect example of how they waste time. In, I think it was episode four <laughs> when Galadriel is caught by the Numenor guards and that one guy is assigned to her and basically is like, oh, you want to go visit like the Elven library? Here, take this horse. Yeah. 
And then they spent like a whole five minutes on her riding the horse like a child in a in a field. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. "What is this? What is the point? We get it. She likes to ride horses." There's like so much filler yeah. in every episode. That, yeah, that's the is. stuff that they could definitely shave off, and There's it would make so it feel a lot much better. filler in every episode. It makes me not want to watch it though. Like I get so bored with all the filler that I'm just like, like, all right. In this latest episode, we didn't need to see for ten minutes. The hobbits, like walking and her singing the song, and, and yeah, that's another good example. The stranger is, you don't like. We didn't need to see that. You could have cut that down to like thirty seconds and be like, yeah. "We're going this way." Yeah, and, and then the whatever. stranger, Hulk smashing the ground, Hulk like, smashes yeah. the ground with the with the <laughs> with the wolf warthog things, whatever that. Right. Is. Well, because you know what the problem is, is that that scene and even the scene that I mentioned, they don't tell us anything new about the characters. Yeah, like, like we get it. The, the the hobbits are upbeat people. They try to stay out of problems. Like, wait, I don't need to see them singing. Yeah. I get it. That's what they are. You right. know? Yeah. She likes to ride her horse and travel and explore. I I got that already. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need anymore. We want to see her be a badass, man. Right, Send and and to, I do have to disagree to with you, Carmine, because the scene where she's training the soldiers in Numenor, I love I that fight it. scene. I thought it was yeah. excellent. I thought it was really well I done. It was I awesome. The choreography you're, was you're good. Not, you're not telling me that you were down with that choreography, bro. <laughs> I loved it. I really was into it the whole time. God, bro, it, mm-hmm. it was so it was so early two thousands for me. The only like, scene that was early two thousands was the one scene where she ducks, like goes backwards and ducks under the two swords. The rest of it was really yeah. well done. I thought. Yeah, nah, I agree. I, wasn't, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I have to fight you on that one because I really thought that. Uh, I really like you know, you know what it is is because it it's just too it's like too clean for me you know what i'm so saying so it's like, like overly choreographed it's like it's similar to like iron fist season one yeah yeah it's it's overly choreographed like and it, it reminds me of i don't know like really bad like martial arts movies where it's overly choreographed and no one's you know you could tell that like no one's really coming close to hitting anybody right. the camera right. goes off and it's just like okay now you guys do this now i do this now you do this now i do this you know what i'm saying right. mm-hmm. when you look at like all right so perfect example we have something to compare it to right you look at the training scene in house of the dragons with the kids and and the two adults that felt real you know what i'm saying even though it was less choreography it was less like but it, it felt like they're hitting each other it felt like yeah they're fighting and then when he takes him down and starts punching him in the mouth you know if if it's got a visceral feeling to it whereas this was just like try and hit me boys ha ha I guess she's just, supposed uh... to be the like the, the most experienced and right she's she's been a She's been like a, a lead, fi- uh, what do you call it? Um, like, a, like a, I guess a captain in yeah, the military yeah. of the elves uh, yeah, for really- hundreds of years. So, like, sh- she would be more. And she's um, supposed to be faster than, no, than them. Like, okay. right. But I'm if you remember okay in Lord of the Rings, uh, Legolas is, you know, tiptoeing over the snow while everyone is just, like, trudging through because they just, yeah. you know, elves are just different. They're built different. Then let her you know kick I mean? their asses. She did, though. No, she, she was like, surrounded by like eight of them, and they only she, one guy sort of kind of got a cut. She kicked their asses without doing anything, and, and that's just that like, was on purpose. Like, yeah, that was on she purpose. Just like Daredevil and, and Ben Affleck's version. See, I don't know. I, I over the seats, I know. We can go in circles about this. That's a reach. Um, and just because you brought up House of the Dragon, we can uh, kind of pivot over to that real quick. Yeah. I my problem with that scene, and this was my problem with a lot of even the Game of Thrones scenes 
is they do quick cuts way too much. There's mm-hmm. no cohesion to the fight scenes because the actors clearly can't. They don't learn choreography, so yeah. they just cut, 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 cut. You have no idea what happens. Watch that fight. Watch that. I know it's kids, but watch it again. You really don't even see what happened. Like you know, you see them swinging their swords a little bit. All of a sudden, one's on the ground I mean, and one's on top of him. I was able to follow it pretty well, bro. Like I don't know. I, I'd have to disagree with you on nah, that. I don't know, man. If, I hated it. <laughs> so now with House of the Dragon, th- this is my number one question coming out of this episode. I wouldn't say I hated it. I'm a little. I lean more towards you, uh, Fred, with uh, the opinion on the episode. Did did they need to recast no. Rhaenyra, no. Um, Alicent, no. and? Uh, or whatever his name is like there was no reason there was no reason to recast and i could not get into the episode with uh anything to do with veneris knowing that it was a different uh, like no no like no offense to this actress uh, i could give zero shits of what was going on because she just wasn't delivering the lines in an enjoyable way that i knew see but i think that's because um Something Milcock. I can't remember the actress's name, but I think that's because she owned the character so well. Yeah, she was yeah. So that it's like she killed it. I kept it. thinking this was a she different person. Killed it. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously it was a different yeah. person, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, and and no, she, she didn't play it the same. You know what I mean? just don't. I don't see the point. different, especially because other actors yeah. weren't recast. So, like the strong yeah. guy that ends up, uh, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't watched the show. Um, there's the one strong brother that basically murders his dad. And his brother, so that or his dad, I think, so that he could uh, remain in King's Landing and whatever. Like that actor was the same guy. Yeah. So if you're not going to recast him, why'd you have to recast yeah, two of the other like, arguably bigger actors the on the same. show? It didn't make. They sense. They could have made them look older and just yeah, kept the episode going. You know what I mean? Like I know it's it a made, big. Job. It made it's zero sense. Job. And them going from fourteen <laughs> to like twenty four. Yeah. Or seventeen to twenty-seven, or whatever the whatever the ages are, like would be kind of like a hard jump to like try and grasp with those two characters. You're not yeah. changing your look that like, much, though. Like exactly right. Like exactly. when you're eighteen I, and when you're twenty-five, you basically look the same. Yeah, you know, maybe you grow yeah, some facial you, hair as a guy. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just I, I, wasn't I hated really it. A fan of the time jump. Like I just, I was okay with the time jump rather, but I wasn't a fan of the recast. I, I'm yeah. over the like, time jumps, man. Like you well, said, Fred, clearly... like, I thought, I thought the actress that was playing Renaris in the beginning was fucking fantastic. She was great, excellent. It, it was, it was like one A one B. Her and Matt Smith, like they were just dominating yeah. Yeah. the show. Yeah. And uh, now it's like, oh, we didn't have anything. Like even Matt Smith, I felt right. like was pulled away from what he was good at in the previous episodes. He was just like, uh, like, a just a, a shitty father, just like waiting for right. shit to happen. Like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I, there. More I get his, like character development than anything. And, and I think we're going to get back to like the crazy Damon now that his wife is dead. Well, there's I only, mean, I uh, hope there's only but... four more episodes left. Right. And I, from what I am gathering by the end of this season, We'll have the official start of the civil war amongst the Targaryens, meaning yeah. Rhaenyra and her kids versus Alicent and her kids versus Damon and his kids, and and then uh, Hightower and all that stuff. And it'll just be like, what, you know, going forward, there won't be any as many time jumps because it'll just be focused on yeah, that I don't think war. Be any more time jumps um, after this. So, um, I, so I get why they're the doing time the time jumps. jumps, but I do feel like they're very quickly 
kind of sprinting towards this war when it's like Game of Thrones has always been about kind of the slow build and the payoff. I would take yeah, two yeah. seasons of them, you know, as as younger kids, like working, the, you know, uh, Rhaenyra dealing with the court, not taking her seriously, her dad naming her his heir and like trying to navigate those waters and all that stuff. I would take two seasons of that before they get to See, the war, as long as you do it right, you know? Here's here's my problem, and it's probably because I know zero about Game of Thrones mm. lore. Um, I'm so tired of seeing the king. Um, I, every every time jump, he has a new sickness, and then like <laughs> we time jump again, he's still there, he's still trucking along. Like kill this, yeah. <laughs> like he should be killed off. Rhaenyra should be in power, and then start the conflict of people not well, agreeing with what she's so, doing. Spoiler like, alert: According I, I just, to the history books, there's never been a woman in power, so that tells you kind of how it's going to end. I guess. Uh, so it's never going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Um. But, however, I kind of agree with you. It, I don't care that every time they time jump, the king definitely has... Like, when he when they showed him without an arm, I was like, oh, shit. He doesn't have an arm now. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, but, oh, his finger's okay? I thought it was chopped off, like, but what I didn't nine like, years ago. Or what whatever. I didn't like, though, was that at the end of the last episode... He's coughing up blood. He collapses. Then they end on a shot Dude, of him. Dude, he was dead. There. He was pretty much dead at right. the wedding. He was dying. They basically like. said, like, you know, there's not much else we could do. And they just walked out of the room. So to me, I'm like, oh, okay, that was it. Like, you know, Rainier is in charge. And then all of a sudden, and, and, six years later, and he shows up without an arm. And I'm like, yeah, what? Six years <laughs> later, we have, we have somebody who doesn't even look like the princess and yeah. her random kids fighting a king who's died seven times and his uh his kids and the fight scene they're fighting each other they hate each other and they're teasing each other with dragon eggs i'm like what is <laughs> happening in this episode well that's, I absolutely, that, that is dude, a big deal though like lore wise like the the youngest I guess, kid but it was so yeah, boring to watch man no but the was, youngest uh, kid Aegon. again this is because i kind of know the lore but Aegon, i believe his name is uh the youngest one that didn't have a dragon and like his brother was making fun of him and then he walked into the dragon's keep and ran after the dragon kind of shot fire at him. He, yeah. you know, historically, he's going to basically take over the dragon that burned. Um, I can't think of all their names. Uh, the the black Targaryen lady that burned her, got herself Dracarid at the end. He'll yeah. take that this, dragon this after deep. losing an eye. And it, he yeah. becomes like a major fighter and like a big time, like a well-respected, like, like yeah. a um, dragon rider and stuff. Congratulations. You know, so there's a lot of bread comes there, but it, I think it's almost getting to a point where they're relying I mean, on people knowing the source is, material, which you can't really do that. You know? alluded to, Chris, is that there's four episodes left, but in typical Game of Thrones fashion, we know that traditionally the finale is really the second to last episode of the season. Yes, like episode nine is when shit hits the fan, and then we see and the fallout and prep like, for the next season. Yeah, and the, and the fallout and prep for the next season is in the final episode. So, I mean, which is, uh, if you've never watched Game of Thrones like Fred, um, it's something you have to get used to yeah. with, yeah. with like, a different way of watching a show. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. Uh, because, like, even even me, like, the first time I, I finally, when I finally, like, got through season one of Game of Thrones, like, the the second to last episode, I was like, holy shit, like, I can't believe all this happened. This is amazing. And then, like, the next episode, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was so like, what? So it is it is a, a thing that they do. So in, in that regard, though, that means that really we have three episodes until the finale. Right. Yeah. Not four. My, my, know, my so. biggest concern with this with episode nine of this season, though, is in end of, in season one of, House of Gar uh, Game of Thrones, it was the big Ned Stark episode where he yeah. gets his head chopped off. 
Like, just because that happened and was a big talking point and sold a lot of people on the show in Game of Thrones does not mean they have to follow the same routine for this oh, yeah. show. And I'm afraid that they're building up characters as, like, our main characters just so they well, can kind of kill them all off. You know? die. Someone has you know to die. I mean? but Like, someone has to die. I don't know. We'll you see know, what happens, I guess. It's Game of Thrones. We know it's not going to be the thing. <laughs> no, no, he's, no, he's going to get his head chopped off in episode nine, and then episode ten is going to be like it's ten years later, and he's going to show up with his <laughs> head, his head tied on. As a white walker, yeah. He's going to be like, oh, guys, like, you know, and, and it's a completely different guy. He's going to be like, my nah. daughter's the heir. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you right now, Fred. I don't think the king makes it out of this season. I don't. don't no, he's, he's I clearly so. he can't. The he whole can't. The, the civil war doesn't start while he's alive, so yeah, he, he's, he's got to die. The civil war to start. Yeah, because then it becomes, all, then it becomes all a power I know grip. is changing the actress changed my opinion on the show, and I hope it it I hope it doesn't like right. derail my my I mean, excitement I, for they, it. They, they, there's still time for them to win us over as the new Allison and Rhaenyra. I just I agree based off of this one episode and just based off what we saw before. I see no reason why they had to recast the show or the characters. Yeah. It, just yeah. it, was a, it was a hard watch. It was a hard was watch. An, I, f- I found myself hitting the button to see when this episode ended quite often. I was really? that wow. like detached. My, I didn't care. My for problem it. is if, if they do another time jump, because I'm pretty sure they got to do at least one more to age up the kids a little bit so they can start fighting wars and shit. If they do another time jump, that'll be say six years and they don't recast again, then what was the point of recasting the first time? Just use, use some makeup. I, think, like, I agree with you that I they do another time jump at some point. I have a funny feeling that that's how season two is just going to start. Right. It's like this seasonal it's end. It's going to start like eight it's years possible. later or whatever. It's possible. And then just probably change the entire cast over one more time. But oh. I, I agree with you guys on the fact of like this show was so good and on such a good track. And she was so good as Renaris. I Honestly, the, the queen... I didn't notice much of a difference um, between yeah. the two actresses. Like I thought, I thought she actually did a pretty good job of getting the same tone and like but, it almost. I, I at first I thought it was just her dolled up a little bit more to look older. Um, yeah, and you know it was why? less recognizable. It was less recognizable. It was a different person. Renaris I, I was, can explain why. I can explain why 100 percent why you didn't notice the difference with the queen, because the queen that. from before the time jump was dealing with trying to like navigate her way into not being not being respected and having her voice heard and the queen after the time jump is now basically pushes her way and controls her mm-hmm. own fate and yeah. kind of is loyal to her house and all that kind of shit they're basically two different characters so two different actresses could play them but Rhaenyra, yeah, she she's the one the trying shit. to push Rhaenyra's at, like off the throne, basically. Right. Yeah. And she went from bef- before the time jump. She was kind of reluctantly like, I don't really want to push her away, but I still want her to be friends with me and blah blah. blah. Yeah. To the, at the very end of the last episode, it was like, no, all right, fuck it, I'm over it. You want to go at it? Let's go at it. So seeing that a different version of her essentially is fine. But Rhaenyra is the same shit. She yeah. wants to be the queen. She needs to have kids, you know, to solidify her place. But she's trying to do it in a way where she survives essentially and be tougher than everyone else. Like, it's the same character, and having two different yeah. actresses doesn't. I don't. I don't. It just seems so unnecessary to me. And, it, and, and none of the kids it, was with her husband, down. right? <laughs> no, they were all <laughs> with. But we yeah. knew that they they basically they established that in the last episode that she was basically yeah. like, "Look, I'll bang who I want to bang. You bang who you want to bang. Just keep it between yeah. us." You know. Yeah. 
So. I mean, for me though, the the good thing about the episode was that you did get to see a lot of like the storylines and how they've changed over the over the time jump. Like they did a good job of like showing you that Renaris can't really deal with lying over and over and over again. Right. That she's too many kids at this point. That it's just like, and she's trying to like find a way to make this work even though she knows eventually it's just going to fucking blow up right. in her face. I feel like they and all then, know it's going to end up in war. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, yeah. Like, they all know what's coming. You can feel the tension. The tension is still there. Like, even the stuff with Damon where, you know, um, he's he's he doesn't want to go back to King's Landing to right. to get back into this. He just wants to be left alone from it all because he's, he's tired of fighting with his brother and he's tired of, like, all of the things. And then his wife ends up dying. So now he's going to have to go back. Right. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot more um, story development going on in this episode. It's just, it was so jarring with the actress changes that it just, it, a lot of it fell like kind of off to the side because you're like, what the fuck? Like, why, why did they change her? Right. You know, one of the things that bothers me, too, is that when you do the time jump like that, and especially if you have new actresses or new actors and actresses, then you have this like this kind of forced scene where you have to reintroduce all the different people that we technically should already know. It was like all new episode one. Yeah. And and that irritates me because it's just like like it's just a wasted section of of the episode. So, you know, I I mean, listen, otherwise, I still think my opinion, House of the Dragon versus Ring of Ring of Power. House of the Dragon is the better show, I think overall. Overall, it's a more yes. consistent show. Um, this week, it, it was a flip flop. I, I kind of agree. They, uh, for me, they were both on an even playing field. I wouldn't say uh, the acting was good in House of the Dragon. I don't know. Yeah, but the, everything was. else was better. I don't think it was. I feel like the acting maybe was better in House of the Dragon, but everything else this week was better in Ring of Power. I don't mm, think the know? acting was better. I thought it was alright. I thought it was. Good. You rewatch the scene I'm talking about, bro. And you can't tell me that that's good acting. You can't. I'm sorry. If you do, then you know nothing about any of this. Like, I, dude, I, I can only tell you from what I watched, and I enjoyed Ring you. of Power, and I hated Game of Thrones. So <laughs> yeah, from that alone, that tells me my answer. You're like, they changed the actress. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Like, I, I'm, I'm done. Uh, that, they changed it was, the actress. But you all agree with me, whether yeah. you make fun yeah, of it or not. You all agree with me, so... But you have to take it piece by piece, bro. You can't say that the acting piece was better piece. in Ring of Power when they're yes, I can because I watched both shows. It was drastically different. Like, How could we possibly maybe defeat the That's a orcs? great impression. Oh my god, bro. Like it was terrible. Terrible. And then we and then fast forward to Game of Thrones and we have some weirdo kid on a balcony fucking jerking off. Like, what are we talking about here? That was like, a, that was such a stupid acting? scene. Okay, okay. Listen, he, he, he sold me that he was jerking off above the city. Oh. Wait, who jerked, off, sold you. who jerked off all he the city me. better? Him or Homelander? Homelander. Come on, Homelander. <laughs> now, talk about acting. Homelander sold jerking off Homelander. over the city. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, I agree, but sort of this kid, you know? Larry Lux says, I miss the younger versions in House of the Dragon. We all, I think we're all on the same page yeah. with that. As much as these two want to fight, we're all on the, the same page with that for sure. Terrible. Um, yeah. But listen, if we're talking about acting, you want to talk about good acting? Let's pivot on over to Andor. Talk we about. We're going to start with Andor. We're going to start with She Hulk. No, we start with Andor. We'll end on She Hulk because that's, that's a quicker conversation. Right. Let's get into Andor because right. I'm excited to talk about this. How good 
was the first three episodes of Andor. Episodes one, two, and three were released last Wednesday. I only watched one and two, so let's You're start right there. Right. And then yeah. when you guys go into three, I'm out. It's not <laughs> – listen, technically, they I, you could tell once you're finishing – once you finish episode three, they released it like that because episodes one, two, and three were essentially its own contained story. It's about how uh, Cassian Andor becomes part of the Rebellion. Otherwise yeah. – there's nothing major. I'm sure there are some things that will carry over, but there's nothing like super major that happens. It's all about how he gets involved with the rebellion, and that's, that's mean, basically what the three episodes. Episode are for. three did have some some pretty major spots in it. But, you know, well, it, it mm. did. It it did have major Star Wars nods and some Easter eggs, but I mean, as far I mean, as like set up like, for later, I don't know that we yeah. got too much. You know, besides the Empire looking for. You know, and or stuff like that. I don't think we got too much. Uh, real yeah. quick, Larry Lux said, I made the mistake of falling behind on Ring of Power and watched three episodes to catch up. Got a little king, but I'm digging it. Episode three was awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, anyways, I do think uh, uh, Andor is basically the Star Wars show or property that I've been asking for. It's a it's a gritty, I like serious, I like the tone of it, adult kind of show. Yeah, it doesn't. There's no kind of campy jokes or like that. There's a few little bit of touches of humor here and there, but it's all kind of like light light humor to kind of uh, ease the tension a little bit because it's all about fucking war and spy tactics and all kind of stuff. I I freaking loved it. I really loved it from beginning to end. I love the the way it looks. I love all the characters so far. It's just fucking good. It's a good good show. I, I, I love the tone of the 100%. show. Um, my favorite scene, and I was hoping it would happen, but um, again, remember, I didn't see the third episode. So so far, my favorite scene is um, when he they were actually in the alley, and uh, the guy was like begging for his life, and he was like, no, no, no. We'll just say he fell. We're all good. And he's yep. like, no, nope, fuck you. Bang. You're done. Yep. You're a witness. I, I was like, yes. Yes, thank you. I was so amped when I saw that. Me man. too. I was like, I, this I is clapped. perfect. I literally clapped. Yeah, yeah and me I, too. And I, and I really think that the reason why I liked it so much is because when you first see Andor in Rogue One, it's a similar thing, right? He kills somebody at a kind of cold-blooded but in that one, he had a reason for it. He needed to hide the fact that he got some information about the Empire. There was almost like a, t- a strategic reason why he did it. Here, he just did it to save his own ass. He knew that he got yeah. caught. He couldn't yeah, leave it, his loose it, end. I got it kill wasn't like, like a campy death, uh, a Star no. Wars campy death. It no. was a straight up like drama. I'm, I'm executing you in this yeah. alleyway. It 100%. was awesome. And it's just the one thing I always, I, again, this is one of the reasons why I like Game of Thrones so much and like Spartacus and stuff is that you know the the characters are so well rounded there's like no one's all good you know some of them have to do shit for their own well-being regardless of who it hurts and mm-hmm. you don't get that in star wars in star wars besides anakin i guess in star wars everyone is either a hero or a bad guy that's basically what it is there's no kind of like shady characters that's the reason why han solo was liked so much for a while um and they kind of ruined that so i love that they started off by basically being like we're not going to sugarcoat it this is war this is the kind of shit that happens. They push the wrong guy. You know, I love that he accidentally killed one person and then was kind of like, 
oh, well, now I got to kill this guy. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, you know. I, I, I hate that the guy died, by the way. Like, that made no sense. Yeah, he, he just, just like fell over him. and was like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah, it, was an odd, <laughs> it was an odd death. Like, like that's yeah. a hard headbutt. He's got, he must have but, a head Larry, of steel. Like Larry just said in the comments, too, it was like one dead body is the same as two dead bodies at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know? I mean, and and I love that. Yeah, so, I really love as that weird as that guy's death it. was, I love that he killed the witness. hundred percent. It happened the way it needed to happen. And 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 perfect. I love that they didn't, after the fact, try to redeem it by being like, "Oh, this guy was a piece of shit, rapist, whatever." It was like literally like, yeah, obviously he was trying to abuse his power, but like, no, you killed yeah. somebody, like you murdered somebody yeah. for no reason, and now you got to deal with some shit. You know, yeah. really, really well done. Well, then you get to see the bureaucracy of like of like how the private security sectors or whatever they're called. I love that. Um, the corporation, the, the, I think they're calling the corporation them. security, whatever. Where he's like, no, we like, we can't let this get out to the public. Like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah, the, head, the head, the chief of the security was like, yeah. who gives a shit? The yeah. guy was a piece of shit. Yeah. And like, but the, the, the inspector was like, nah, I'm full investigating. And he had a whole team, yeah, but, but the chief doesn't know about it yet. But the yeah. whole department's investigating. Yeah. Like, I, I like, wish you saw right. episode three. I don't want to ruin it for you, but uh, I love the way that whole storyline ends. Yeah, of course. Uh, Larry Absolutely. Lux says Thrawn in the books is a great antagonist and not just a bad guy. He's a good example of a character that has not been brought to live action yet, but he, okay. he's he's a bad guy, but he, he, there's a lot more shades to him than just like, oh, I yeah. want to kill people or rule the world and yeah. all that kind of shit. He's coming in Ahsoka. Um, that's the thing, too, is like, yeah, we're definitely going to get him in Ahsoka. But with, the, with Andor, like... It's gritty. It feels, it feels like spy thriller. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Same feel, to it, which is what it is. But like, it actually feels like that. It doesn't feel like Star Wars trying to do a, a spy thriller. No, yeah, it feels, it feels like. I mean, beginning to end, it feels, feels well like done. Yeah, it lives yeah, in that world. Yeah. So, and it's all you know. I like that they're not doing like a lot of overly used star wars things like mm-hmm. there's no jedi there's no lightsabers like yep. keep it that and they gotta keep, keep it that way we, we, we still have what 20 something episodes left yeah i i really don't want them yeah. to do it i want them to keep it i don't want them to do it like this like just yeah, no but to... we know the empire is there you know we're gonna get something well unless some listen, yeah, but, Lord. if you bring vader in similar to how you did it in rogue one and he's just this like force to be reckoned with who's just just coming at all costs, and you just can't stop this guy. I'm, I'm with you. But if they start, yeah. like, I, I know everyone hates on me for this, but at the end of Mandalorian season two, when Luke Skywalker saves the day, I was like, come on, can we get someone it's else? It's the greatest moment in Star Wars history. Stop. It should have been someone <laughs> yeah. other than Luke. I still hold, yeah. I still will put my stamp on it. It should have been someone other than Luke. But anyway, <laughs> I want, uh, I really, I really like. You oh, want C three PO? Like, who'd you want no, there? I don't it should have been. It could have been uh, Ezra. It could have been any number of Jedi that survived Order sixty six. Uh, we clearly know that they didn't get them all, because they keep yeah. popping up now. There's just Jedi all over the place well, that survived Order sixty six. So, what'd you say? So they're definitely not Pokemon. They didn't get them all. They didn't right. get them all, right? <laughs> Larry Lux says, "Hope um, the story of Episode three is not over. Want to see the planet and the people." Does the Empire come back? Also, what happens to the guy spearheading the investigation? We need to see the dark side of the rebellion. They are terrorists at points in time. We need to see that. I agree with you, Larry. Look, that's yeah, that'd be cool. Things that the new movies 100%. did the best was they did show us the dark side of the rebellion. I mean, not the rebellion, the uh, the Empire, right? Right. Yeah. It's like, but we need to see the other like, side of that. This show, this show needs to show us the dark side of yeah. the rebellion, right? Because the new movies, the the thing I'll give them credit for most is like the old movies. You never understood why 
the Empire was right. bad. They never showed. They them. just told you like they're bad. Like yeah. Darth Vader's bad. Yeah. These guys yeah. are bad. The Empire's bad. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. But they never really showed you anything. So you you're always left wondering like why do they hate these guys so much? Right. Like, I don't get it. Like it's just that they're the Empire. Like right. the rebels fight the Empire, and that's it. There was no like dive into what the Empire did to make them so evil right and then the new movies you see them like executing towns lighting people on fire doing all types of crazy shit mm-hmm. so in this one in this show if they show us the dark side of the rebellion and show us like the real like murderous side that they have to do on the rebellion and everything like that i think it's going to be a good good way of of, of bringing yeah. that to life yeah they kind of hinted agree. at that in rogue one right when they had that uh little bit. there, there little was a little battle scene in the middle of jetta or jetta uh not jetta yeah jetta i think of the planet where it was like you can kind of see that this battle just broke out out of nowhere and these people are just trying to live their lives there's that scary part of it and then they show saul guerrera and they basically reference how he basically is a part of the rebels, but his methods are a little too fucked up. So I think yeah. we're gonna. I hopefully we get a cameo from him in the in this show. They showed and, him uh, in the trailer for this season for Andor. Yeah. Oh, okay, so there you go. Then uh, they'll bring him they, in, and he was know, flat out labeled a terrorist. I think it's something else. I I don't remember seeing him in the trailer, but I mean, it's you know I could be wrong. We watch so many trailers and shit that who knows. <laughs> Larry Love says uh, they did blow up a planet. I mean, uh, Forrest Whitaker, right? Forrest Whitaker, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, Larry Isn't Love that... points out that we did see the Empire blow up Alderaan. That was our only. Uh, I mean, like, that was our only moment where they actually murdered innocents. Who gave a shit about Alderaan? Like nobody. Right. Like Alderaan could have been dicks. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's funny when uh, <laughs> you know you blow up an entire planet, but when you do it from the perspective of the ship that's doing the blowing up, it doesn't seem like a big deal. They're just like you know, that's what I'm saying. Ants, like, you know, like yeah. But this show so far, man, like if they keep up this momentum and they keep it going like this, this is going to be knocked out of the park. Yeah. I really like his backstory they set up too. Um, I don't remember yeah. when they fully reveal it, uh, Fred, so I apologize if this kind of spoils anything for episode three. But the fact that he like was an orphan essentially – or not an orphan, but he lost and then was picked up by this woman and she was kind of like – Yeah, yeah I, to I, die. Saw, like, I saw that in episode two. Like that, like that, that's really, you know, like, mom or they've, they've just done they've done a great job with the, with not making everything so tropey, but also not making everything so black and white. You know what I mean? Like they've really done a good job of towing that line. I will say that I hope we're done with the flashbacks, though. I, I don't want to see. I feel more. like we are, but who knows? Yeah. yeah, I like if this turns into a show where it's twenty four episodes and there's a because fl- honestly, like until episode three, when you get to the payoff of the flashbacks. The flashbacks I really wasn't interested in. Right. in I, I was interested in them until we got to the ship and it was disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, they're going, you know, they're going to the crash ship. Who's in it? Who who could it be? You know, I'm yeah, like theorizing like, in my head and we get there and it's like these random dudes that are just dying. You know, like they could have cut the entire flashback parts out for me and it would not have changed anything. Yeah. I don't hate but the like, flashbacks, but only because they're informing the character actions in the future. It reminds me of the first few seasons of the arrow of green arrow. I was going to bring that up. Like yeah. it's, it's very similar to that, but here's my problem. Eventually those flashbacks in arrow. Got, came yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Like yeah. I was so arrow and arrow had a weird five-year plan of using so, those flashbacks. Yeah. So overused. I was done with the flashbacks in arrow, by like halfway through the second season, I never wanted to see, I never wanted to see that stupid fucking Island again. Like, yeah. don't show me this island again, bro. Like, I, I don't want to see it. 
And I'm hoping that they don't do the same thing with this, where it's just like every episode, like here's the flashback part, where it's like you know, I don't think so. Based off the way episode three ended, I don't think they really need the flashbacks anymore. Um, again, unless they're gonna show us some other thing. But my problem with the flashbacks in Arrow was that they stopped showing us or explaining why certain decisions were being made in the future, and they were just rehashing the same thing. You know, Oliver learned how to fight and he could survive, and it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, we know that. Um. So with the show right now, the flashbacks have served their purpose, but as far as Andor, but you know they very quickly can run out of real estate for those flashbacks. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we gotta give them benefit of the doubt. It's a, it's a device that should be used very sparingly in any in any project. I when agree. you rely too much on the flashbacks, I think it just it tends to any show that I've watched where there's a multitude of like flashbacks like that or even movies like i'm just like oh my god like why are we doing more flashbacks right. like like just- flashbacks for me if it helps piece together who this character is then sure right. um if it's just like random flashbacks of different scenarios of yeah. like oh you know he failed to save this person that he liked <laughs> He's staring like, at the it. girl just get killed by the, the guy you know it's like yeah, we yeah. just sat through an entire season of boba fett that was yeah. all flashbacks, and it was just yeah. like, oh my god! Like every episode, yeah. Like I, I, see, those... that's a perfect example. The flashbacks, <clears throat> excuse me, the flashbacks in Boba Fett. I get they never explained why he was suddenly not interested in being Boba Fett. Why he yeah. wanted to be a yeah. like a hero to people. That's the wrong way to use flashbacks. You know, one episode Agreed. could have been him surviving with the Tusken Raiders. Another episode could have been someone else kind of showing him some sort of kindness on Tatooine. You know, and then then it would have made more sense to be like, this is why he doesn't want to kill anybody. He wants to actually work with these people. I would have almost rather the entire first season of Boba Fett been not flashbacks, but the flashbacks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, show us, just just make it in real time. Like, him calling out of the Sarlacc pit, going with the Tusken Raiders. Like, that's the episode. Like, stop showing us the what's happening now and show us just the entire way that he got to be to the end of Boba Fett, you know what I mean? That's a whole other thing, though, because, like, you know, <laughs> like Boba Fett, you know how bad that show was when the fact that the Mandalorian showed up and suddenly the entire show became good. Yeah. Like, yeah. strictly because... he And then they dedicated an entire episode to just the Mandalorian. That's how you know the show wasn't good. Yeah. You know? Larry Lux um, says, I think there's more to the ship and the aftermath for that planet. I agree. I don't think we're done. I, ho- I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're done what we see, yeah, but... Uh, there was no payoff to it. All, overall, though, this season, this show is supposed to be, what was it, 24 episodes, I think? 12 episodes now, and then 12 episodes. Part, yeah. yeah. Two 12-part so, like, episodes. We might be done with the yeah, planet and that ship part. for now, um, but I, I can very much see them coming back to it at some point, maybe in the second half. I hope we never do. So. I hope there's never another flashback in the show. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be well, okay. His, like, I, I like, his like mom I'm, I'm is still worried. back there. You know what I mean? And he's leaving. Spoiler yeah. alert, Fred. I mean, like, I listen. If there was anything, <laughs> if there was anything that I was going to knock the show about, it is the flashbacks. You know what right, I mean? Right. And I just think they started to get by episode three. I was a little bit like, okay. Did you like, guys feel like visually the show like looked better than anything we've seen for the Star Wars shows on Disney Plus? Because like visually, so, well, there's a difference. Like, so the way this show was done. There's they actually some, filmed. They filmed on location. So they 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 yeah. built sets. There's no uh, green screen work. It's all, you know, that's physically there. Whereas Mandalorian and Boba Fett, they use. It's basically like a giant green screen that's hooked up to a camera that digitally puts the background up, 
So when the actor's moving around and the camera's following him, the background moves with the camera so they don't have to actually yeah. build a set. They can kind of just do it in the computer and say this is what it looks like. Um, some people love it. I personally think Mandalorian looks better overall. Um, it's a higher production. That's what it, I'm saying. Like it, it just it just looks yeah. more Star Wars, I guess, if that makes sense. But I well, think I, mean, I think the real locations fit this show better because totally. of the fact that it's meant to be more of a like kind of down in the dirt kind of show. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's a grounded show. Yeah. Problem with the with the with all that type of stuff with this show is like every time a ship takes off, it looks bad. Yeah. Is that TV budget like, or is that because they just aren't doing I mean, it right? I don't you know. know. It, you know, Mandalorian ships don't look bad. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I feel like Mandalorian they got it infrequently in this show because they they're not doing a lot of like flying around. Right. That it, it it didn't really bother me too much, but like it's noticeable. <sighs> like especially like yeah. when he leaves right after he shoots the guy, and he leaves that planet, you're just like, oh god, what was that takeoff? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what was that thing? Like, it looks it like, like yeah. uh, looks like Knights of the Republic, like PlayStation era, Xbox yeah, era, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. CG. Very like. Very like wonky CGI. I think I think the hard part with Star Wars, especially with the ships, is that they have to get the weight of the ship down, and it's almost like they don't spend enough time on it to really make it feel like it's this massive ship lifting up off the ground and going into space without some giant rocket shooting it up there. You know what I mean? So, uh, it just it, there's some there's some suspect part, but again, it happens so infrequently that like and everything like you said is like real life backgrounds and right. real life actors walking around extras walking around and stuff like that, that yeah, it gives it a more real feeling. I think that maybe when the ship takes off, you're like, what the fuck was that? See, know, I, you know what I mean? I don't like, think they're done with this planet. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for Fred, but there are certain characters that were severely affected by the things that happened in episode three that are still on yeah. the planet. So they will either come back or at least those characters will get involved. Got to come back at some point. Yeah. Um, but I, so Overall, I give the show like a nine out of ten. I really fucking loved everything about it. Yeah, I thought it was I'm, so good. I'm with you with that. I'm with and you with uh, that. I'm looking forward to more and more. Just uh, speaking on that, for anyone who uh, follows the group uh, on any of the social medias, we've started a Patreon, which uh, you, you know helps us support the channel, helps us kind of do more and more content. Uh, Fred's already started posting videos. We're going to give you some exclusive stuff on there. You could find Fred's raw initial reactions to episodes one and two of Andor, and I think episode three and four you're going to do as well. I'm going to try and jump tomorrow. in on that trend yeah. also, and we'll get them on Patreon. Uh, keep an eye out when this video, when this podcast video goes up on YouTube. I'll uh, put the link to everything in the uh, description. Um, also, you'll have early access to uh, our yes. YouTube videos. You'll see them before YouTube does. Yep, we're, we're going to start Patreon. We're gonna start posting them up, at least if we can, a week before they air on YouTube. So uh, just another kind of way to get the content as soon as possible. And uh, sticking with Disney, let's move on mm-hmm. over to the she or the Shulk, I think they called her at some point in this last episode. Shulky. Shulky. Uh, so what do you guys think about this last episode? It was I, one of the better episodes of the season for me. I liked it. I, it was a lot of fun. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, yeah. if they just keep making fun episodes with her, I'm down because – it seems like this show is not taking itself too seriously. It's supposed to be a lot of fun. It's supposed to be a lot of like hijinks and court drama and all that type of stuff. And the, yeah. the, the inclusion of Mr. Immortal. Yeah. He was fantastic. Like, he was, he was the best oh guest star God, we've seen so bro. far on the show. I really love like, when uh, he was kind of like, yeah, you know, then you guys can understand why I would kill myself 
to get out of that yeah. marriage. And they start <laughs> they start lecturing him, and he just picks his hat up and just jumps out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that really so, that really won me over. I mean, he he was a great character. Yeah. You know. He come. It's such a deep cut from Marvel too. Yeah. Like that's what I appreciate yeah. about the show is they're bringing in like deep, deep cuts as far as like the the random ass characters that they keep bringing into the show. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Larry um, Luck says uh, he hasn't watched She Hulk yet, and the the season's starting to lose him a bit. I don't really blame you because the fact I was that with each you episode on that. is its own kind of like little contained story for the most part. It does make it hard to stay invested for the entire season, um, but I do agree this is one of the better episodes visually. I think She Hulk actually looked good for the most she part. Looked better in this episode. Um, yeah. the, the, the little her fight with her and Titania was better. More fluid, much more fluid. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, you know, I, the little tease at the end about the leader, which you know, I feel like it's pretty obvious that that's who's gonna who the big bad's gonna be. I don't um, think it's gonna be. Who do you think I it's gonna think be? It's gonna... I, I just I'm think not, it's gonna I be. I don't know. Well, but that website, Intelligentsia, right? Isn't that run by the leader where he gets a bunch of other smart so, villains? So to, like, there's a group, there's a group trash of talk. villains that are called Intelligentsia in right. the comics. I don't know if necessarily I'm pretty sure the lead, I mean, I could be wrong. You know the comics better than me. But no, I think the leader, the leader is, is there. Isn't he there, the, the leader? I, you know, I, don't, I don't know how else to say is the leader. He's in charge <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the group. You know? He is. But it's like him, Modoc. Like, there's a lot of like weird characters. What's funny is, so we know Modoc is coming in Ant Man three. Mm-hmm. Kang is going to be in Ant coming. We know the leader is going to be in Captain America, right? I, New World Order. I, I so. think that's why it's not going to be the leader in this because, like, well, that's a good point. Maybe, maybe the whatever the oh, villain is here he is leading to the leader. Why do they have to call him the leader? Like, I feel like I'm saying lead too much now. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> But like, and that's what I love about the show. The show's the Wrecking Crew. Like they've showed us, yeah, Mister Immortal, who was a part of the Great Lakes Avengers, like the most absurd <laughs> Avengers team of all time. Like, I will um, tell you right now, the best joke payoff that we've ever gotten on the show so far is Mister Immortal casually dropping that he killed himself to get out of a marriage. Mister yeah. Immortal then casually jumping out of a window to get out of being yeah. yelled at. To then yep. him basically being attacked by all his ex-wives, standing up, and both lawyers like, no, 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 buddy. You're not jumping out of the window this time. You're not getting out of it. I love those Can't... two lawyers, too, man. Like, they're, they're so yeah, was... good in this like, I was about they to were say, fantastic. can we can can we talk about uh, um, She Hulk's friend? Because uh, she's as great. Paralegals, she's crushing it. Yeah, absolutely. She's crushing it. Yeah, she's doing so. She's well. stealing the show for me. She's she's one of the more entertaining people on the show. Um, yeah, Larry Lux asks if there's going to be a main bad guy to the show. That's what we're talking about right now. At the end of the last episode, there's a very clear, you know, tease for an actual behind the scenes bad guy trying to get She Hulk's blood. And uh, they don't show who it is, but they drop a few hints. Intelligentsia in the show is a website. In the comics, it's basically a group of bad guys who are all super smart, led by the leader, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, and then we also know the leader is going to be the bad guy in New World Order, the Captain America movie coming out. So uh, my money is it's going to be him, or at least hinted at him. But Carmine, you might be right. It could be another bad guy with yeah. intelligence that kind of just kind of connects to the leader. Uh... I think it's going to be well i think the, the i think they already showed us who the bad guy is i think it's going to be the the guy, the guy she with her yeah that, that winds up being at her law firm that yeah. guy because yeah. he just seems like that specimen crack was just so like 
looks like he's trying to get her right. blood. Like it was you know clear Easter. Like it was clear. Um, uh, bread. Which guy are you talking about? She went on a date with a guy who was like, "So you're super strong, huh?" She's like, "Yeah." And then he says something like, uh, "So what other powers yeah, do you have? Can you do this? Can you do that? Do you have impenetrable skin?" And she goes, "Yeah, I think so. And at least from anything on Earth." And he goes, "Even vibranium." He gets all like serious. And then yeah. you're right. Then later on, he suddenly appears at her law firm. It's like to give the guy two scenes like that. It kind right. of random. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but, I don't know who he's going to wind up being as far as like a Marvel character. I'm sure somebody. Right. Um, but again, like, I, that's why I don't think it's going to be the leader. Um, but I, I mean, listen, man, it's 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 a fun show. It's low stakes, like, but it's also giving us some threads in the tiny overall ones, MCU. Yeah. Tiny ones. Uh, tiny ones. You know, um, even with her like calling Bruce again, like right, where have you him been? Not, him not answering. That, that's know, a big like, one. Right? Yeah. That's you a big know? one. I do think that. that my one complaint about this episode is the fight with her and Titania at the end ended so weird to me. Like, so Titania, yeah. they show in this episode and even when, you know, the, the, she got uh, humiliated scene, that, that ended it for her. No, but like her my, but my, my thing is like, they showed her kind of being conniving a little bit and being a little smarter than you might think. So in this episode, you see her come out and you're, she kind of manipulated her way into the wedding. And like, you know, it was like, almost like, Oh good. She's out thinking the Hulk cause she can't physically beat the Hulk. And then out of nowhere, she's like, well, no, of course I came here to fight you. Well, you're a bitch. And I was like, yeah. well, you know you can't beat her. Well, and that's then why she, she loses she the fight. Waited, she waited for I her guess. To, pretend to be drunk and was like, all right, Hulk yeah. up now. Let's yeah, go. Yes. But then, but then, then <laughs> not, she, not she, knowing she, she like, loses. Right. It, it just annoyed me that she loses the fight because she smashed her veneers. I'm like, because like, you tripped <laughs> over your own shit and smashed your like. Because all I mean, she cared about is her image at this point. She just cared about her image fight between shield larry luck uh, asks a very legitimate question he says can we discuss why would daredevil go to the west coast for a new helmet yes that's a great oh, question larry luck and the answer is he's not the same daredevil from netflix yeah he is it's charlie cox we know no, it's, charlie it's the cox. same actor but yeah. recast they recast daredevil just like they recast allison and rhaenyra <laughs> I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I think I think he's just going to be in L.A. and needs a suit while he's in L.A. I think yeah, I, I think I think that's I what's in, in the being too. Because uh, Daredevil: Born Again, the show, you can't have a Daredevil show that's not taking place in New York. So, like, there's yeah. no reason why he would be in L.A. So, I agree with you. I feel like Matt Murdock goes to L.A. for whatever reason. Maybe sees that some shit's going down. Sees She Hulk is kind of like you know what? Yeah, it's got to be a lawyer shit. And he yeah. tracks down this person to make his suit. You know what I mean? Or I agree with Larry though that the the dude lawyer um, is also apparently <laughs> called the dude lawyer. He, he, he's one guy. of my favorite actors. He he was one of the best villains in Arrow. He if was. You I would argue he was tied for the best villain in Arrow. Yeah, him, Wait, him and Slade. Yeah. Yep. Gonna say like De- Deathstroke's got to be my one. De- Deathstroke, Deathstroke and, is and easy that, one, and that dude but he was Adrian was... Chase in season yes, five Chase. or six. Yeah, five. and he fucking he was the uh, he was fucking amazing, great. bro. And the he way that amazing, season, just you know, not to go on an Arrow uh, run, but the way that season ended with them on Lian Yu, but like mm-hmm. you know, uh, Deathstroke fighting with Arrow, fighting with uh, uh yeah, the Al Ghul, um. Not Talia Agul. What the hell was her and name? And him actually, him actually winning. The and him, that they made up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, the, the, <laughs> there was a big group fight, and then in the end, you know, they think they won, and then the island blows up anyway. I mean, they didn't yeah. pay it off well because the very next season started, and I was like, oh come on. But yeah. 
it was just he was he really almost stole the show from Deathstroke as the best villain on uh yeah, that's how he good was he was. Phenomenal. So. He's he's a great actor yep. and he's he he's awesome. He's I, actually I just like the guys on Spartacus. He's one of those actors officially for me now where when he's in something, I'm immediately like, okay, I'm gonna watch yeah. it because I just liked him so much. He was. You gotta at least check it out and see what yeah, the show's 100%, about. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent for sure. Um, Agreed. But yeah, so uh, you guys heard to hear based on She Hulk. There's really not much else to say about She Hulk to be honest. Uh, I mean, no. Yeah. Um, I will say I enjoyed her being Jen more in this episode, trying to yeah. navigate the wedding and right. being the bridesmaid, even though she was there as just like a. Take care yeah, of, of all the ironing and that walk was, my dog down there. That aisle. was sitcom-y. It is. It yeah. was kind of nice, though, to see her as Jen finally want to be the Hulk and yeah. nobody yeah. wanted the Hulk. And then she's like, yeah. oh, come on, you know, man. Like, you know what I've noticed, too? And I mean, this goes back to like the CGI thing, is that ever since episode one, they have not shown her transform into the She-Hulk. What do you mean? Not fully, I the guess. Actual, right? They, like like the they show like little scenes. Like they show her hands getting big. They show her foot getting yeah. big. Then something yeah, she's yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. You know, except for when she's fighting the wrecking crew, where she grows. Right. Mm-hmm. Even that, it's like they show her feet busting out of the out of the shoes, and then she's just shield. Right. Yeah. I, like even even in this episode, when she's sitting there, like they show her her feet busting the shoes, and then and then it's her vision starts centering, and then all of a sudden it cuts to her being shield. So I think they're trying to save a lot of money with the transitions. Can I, can I, uh, I hope so. Can I just throw a hot take out here though? Like this version of Hulk, or, or not this version of Hulk, She Hulk doesn't need to be ten feet tall, right? She can just be a little bit like a taller than she is in regular form, much more muscular than she is in regular form, and green. So she's shorter than Bruce, though. But why, yeah, that's, that's my point though. So why not go with the Lou Ferrigno route? And hire a female bodybuilder and literally go like the old school Hulk route, have a quick transformation, whatever, you know, zoom in on the eyes, old school shit. And then, yeah, it's a bodybuilder painted green fucking smashing shit in real life. And then you don't have to put any money into the CGI. You know what I mean? I, mean, like, I think that, that would work as far as like a visual standpoint, but. When you get into the acting of it, like it's still her acting as She Hulk. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's true. You lose the top of yeah. Maslani, that's and, true. That's you know, I mean, acting. I guess that makes sense, right? Because the the, the the difference between the Hulk and Banner is one barely says a word and just grunts and destroys things, yeah. and one yeah. talks and has a personality versus her. But like, she still has to act. Like she still has to be <laughs> yeah. a lawyer. My, You're right my, with my that. problem is when they bring her into a movie and they throw a Hollywood, you know, Marvel style movie budget behind it. And they make her look flawless. How are we ever going to go back to a She-Hulk show? You just can't do when it. When you like, go back and watch it, they're going to have patched it with the new. Yeah, with yeah. The new yeah. patch it like they patch it. True, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how. I mean, listen. For I don't me, think we're going to get multiple seasons of of this though. We like, might not. Maybe, we don't know, right? We don't second, know what we're doing. Maybe a second. Like we don't know what they're doing with the shows still. Like we know that Loki season two is getting. You know, we're getting Loki season two. I have a question with Loki, and this can be when we're done with She-Hulk completely. Well, I mean, there's not much else to say about She-Hulk, so let's move on to Loki and then we'll call it a day. So it it could be because I'm forgetting maybe the ending of Loki, but uh, the TVA is in an area where time doesn't exist. Well, yeah, sort of, yeah, okay. So so why why was a new Kang and all this stuff changed in the TVA and people forgot him? 
So uh, we're going to find I, out. I believe we're going to find out in Ant-Man Quantumania, and I believe the TVA exists in the quantum realm. Okay. Right. Yeah, I believe the TVA exists in the quantum realm. I think that we don't get answers for that specifically until Loki season two. Agreed. Because Loki season two, pretty much, they send it at, at D23. It starts immediately where Loki right, season one. Yeah, where it left off. Right. And I, I think, think that... We're getting in Loki season two. Well, see yeah. now, so I, I disagree only because in the footage shown for Ant-Man 3... They say, you know, they haven't shown the footage. They just described it that uh, Scott, his daughter and uh, uh, Wasp go into the quantum realm for whatever they're doing, come across like a city, a civilization, whatever that's been ravaged or in the is in the middle of being kind of ravaged by something. And it turns out that that's Kang and his army. I'm wondering if that city they go to is the TVA. So because like Loki season two is supposed to end no, and I go right into Ant Man 3. Role. Oh, it could be Mojo World, yeah. That's why Modoc's there. That would actually explain that then. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm so you, I, 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 I still I think, think we get a variant of Kang and Loki. I think we do too. Maybe we got one already, so end. you know why wouldn't we get yeah. variants? You know what I mean? I don't think we're going to get the gonna, real Kang the Conqueror. I think we'll get you know right. just other versions from from different time periods and stuff like that. I mean, for the most part, I don't think we see him until the end of end of the season anyway. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably, probably right. I mean, you figure the first few episodes are going to deal with Loki trying to convince Mo- Mobius and Mobius that uh, they he's, know each other. He's going to convince who he is again, right? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. he's got to kind of win everybody over again. So I could see that uh, being the majority of the show, and at the very end, it's like this major thing happens, and you know, it's yeah. a branching timeline or whatever, and it's a Kang or Kang's going to war, and that kind of leads because, like, you know, if I remember correctly, that is supposed to lead directly into Ant Man three. Ant Man three is then going to end and go directly into Avengers King 4. Dynasty yeah. or Avengers five. I mean, so, um, you know, so yeah. Um, so but got, anyway, got we're not gonna weird... get any more answers until for a while. You know, you know what I mean. So I got a weird thing. It's completely off topic than everything we've been talking about. That's fine. But this will be the this will be last topic that, of the night. Let's go. I came, something I came across today, and. Right now, Chris Hemsworth is working on a Hulk Hogan biopic. I can't wait. Oh. He plays Hulk Hogan. It's for Netflix. They have not cast anybody else. Yeah. So who do you want to see in this movie playing old school 80s wrestlers? Hmm. Damn, I need more time to think of that. Well, <laughs> honestly, wow. here's a, a hot take. Macho Man Randy Savage should be played by uh, Henry Cavill. Oh. <laughs> Henry no. Cavill, rumored to play I, Macho, I Man. Got Macho Man. I know who I want playing Macho Man, but that's... hold on, wait. Let me tell you, take a guess here. Mickey Rourke. Oh, who? Joel Maganello. No one else but Joel. Oh, Maganiello he can play him. He can play him. He with a little prosthetic, he'll look exactly Macho like him. Man. He's got he he's got the physique for it. Macho Man. Yeah, he, and he does he, a great impression of him. Absolutely, does a great impression. Of him. The guy from Chris Hemsworth's movie want. Extraction, the one that he fights uh, in the street. He has that knife fight with. He should play uh, Superfly Jimmy Schnuka. <laughs> That'd be good. That's a good one right there. Not like gonna get the Rock to play him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who was around back then? Coco Beware, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he a big guy then? Oh, Ultimate I mean, like, Warrior. The, I'm assuming the main ones are gonna be Ultimate Warrior, right? right. Macho Man, obviously, because they were. The, I got it. Guy, the... Henry Cavill playing Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Elizabeth got to be a big part, right? Miss Elizabeth. Who? 
That's Rose Byrne. You should have her play Miss Elizabeth. Rose Byrne? Yeah. I'm thinking Allison Brie. She could do it too. Allison yeah, Brie? Yeah, that's a good choice. She was. She already played a female ladies wrestler in Glow. Yeah, yeah she knows what she's doing. You know? That's I'm just funny. saying. Now that's... That, dude, now that we're on the wrestling topic, I mentioned it on uh, the MVP episode I just did over the weekend. Um, did you notice uh, – actually – Chris, thank you for joining me on that episode. Yeah, if man. You guys missed definitely. It. If you guys missed um, it, it's on YouTube. Make sure you check it out. We talk about a ton yes. of shit in the video game world. Ton of shit, um, bro. How insane was the pop for Soraya? That pop was yeah. one of the loudest pops for wow. male or female I've seen in a long time. I was surprised. It was nuts. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, AEW does good with with debuting these. Stars that uh, you know or are ex WWE guys, WWE guys, <laughs> and they know what they know the right timing of them. It's too bad they're going to be like defunct in the next like year or so. So, yeah, you know, unfortunately, that's what's going to. I, I, I was just like blown away by that pop because it was louder than some of the crazy male ones that we've known for a long time. Oh yeah, it was, was crazy. That pop was nuts. It's one of the one of the loudest I've ever heard. It was crazy to see that yeah. happen. You know, and you're talking about an event that also had the great Muda come back for his like last match ever against right. the, you know, to help Sting. It was like a wild, wild episode. Mm-hmm. EW, you know, they had some good ideas. It's too bad that they're imploding upon themselves, and they it can't. It seems like they are. That's a it's yeah. like sad oh, yeah, because they know. were giving WWE a run for its money. And you know what's even yeah. sadder? As excited as I was for the AEW video game, the more I see of the gameplay, the more I'm like. Ugh. Just, well, the, it doesn't look great. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't help the guy that spearheaded the fight against WWE is in the WWE again. That's a big <laughs> blow, Rhodes, right? Like, That's a big. He, he blow. was the one driving that bus when it started, and he was like, "Yep, nope, I'm out." Yeah, the moment he could, <laughs> I'm out. I'm mm-hmm. going back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if they if they get the Young Bucks also, the Young yeah. Bucks make the jump to WWE. It's over for them. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. That that bus is gone. Larry Luck, thanks for jumping in, man. Good night. Have a good night's sleep. Uh, He just says, I'm out, gents. Buenos noches. I don't know if I said that right, but it's close enough. I'm not a Spaniard. Um, But, yeah, anyway. We got to start incorporating more wrestling into this uh, uh, podcast, right? It's it's technically like a live theater. We can start adding that in there, maybe do a weekly uh, recap. Now, so real quick. My my the whole reason I brought up the Hulk Hogan thing, right, was if you get Joe Manganiello to play Randy Savage, you get all these big actors to play all these other wrestlers, mm-hmm. you can then branch off and do Randy Savage biopic with Joe Manganiello, with Chris Hemsworth as the Hulk Hogan. I would and love that. Create an 80s. Like a shared universe. universe. A shared universe of wrestling. If they don't call it the Hulk Hogan, if they don't call it No Holds Barred, the Hulk Hogan biopic, I'm gonna be very upset. Number one, (laughs) number two, if they do, if they ever do a Macho Man one, whether it's Joe Manganiello or not, and they don't go through his career as a rapper, I'm I'm not watching it. To this day, (laughs) one of my favorite rap albums is Macho Man Randy Savage. If you haven't heard it, it is fantastic. It's catchy. He goes all out. He gets into it. It is so good. And I'm going to start putting up links to the is, songs on the Facebook group because I fucking love it. Fueled rampage. It's I've phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Though. Did you know that they released the date of when Heels comes back? 
No, oh, I did not. When is that coming back? That's a show I haven't watched. I want to watch that. October 9th. Oh, you got to watch that. Really? So in two October weeks? October 9th. Yes. Oh, I just shit. looked it up. Oh, man. Let's go. That's got to move up Bro, to the top of my he, list. Then. If you didn't see Heel Season 1 and you're any watch bit of, of a wrestling fan, even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's a fantastic fucking show. That show is amazing. And it's got wow. Green Arrow himself and Arrow Bjorn himself. Ironside from the Vikings. So it's worth watching. Oh. It, you can tell how much Stephen Mel cares about the show and, and like the art of wrestling because he's such a huge wrestling fan yeah. that it, I mean this show is done so well, man. Last I, question. Every character. Last casting question about the Hulk Hogan movie, and then we'll call it a night. Who plays Andre the Giant? Henry Cavill. Off man. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry, you heard it here the first, Boston, folks. The Rock. You know who it should be? Who? CGI John Cena. <laughs> CGI John. I guess, you know, see, now that's the problem. If you watched uh, the movie Free Guy, right, at the end of it, they take Ryan Reynolds and put his face on this yeah. giant jack dude. You know, you can easily do that for an Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? You don't need to really hire one. But if you watch the show Young Rock, they have an actor on there who plays a young yeah, Andre. And he's, like, yeah, he fucking perfect as Andre the Giant. So bring him to the movie. Let him Let him keep that going. I, I can you know. see him doing it. I'd be down with that. I mean, think about you it. Know? A guy that size that looks like Andre, Andre the Giant, he's only got one role he's ever going to play, and that's Andre the Giant. Here's better question. <laughs> Besides Andre the Giant, who plays Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but the bad guy from Avatar. What the hell is his name? Stephen Lang? Stephen Lang. Well, actually, see, now in Avatar, he probably oh. could have, but he's a little too old now, right? So you probably can't get him to play. Uh, Gary Busey. Wait, I got it. <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> How about this? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Who? Jackman as a... Uh... Hugh Jackman? I don't, I don't see McMahon. it. As Vince McMahon? I don't, see I don't it. know. I don't see it either. What about Scott Atkins? I used to, he's too, like... What are you gonna say? He's too what? I don't know. It's Don't be talking shit about like... Scott Atkins. <laughs> Fucking no, I'm not. Shit. I'm not. It's just I don't. I don't know if he could play uh, Vince there. I I feel like you gotta give him a shot. He maybe he maybe could. How about this? Who plays the mouth? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, mouth of the South. What the fuck's his name? Me Hart. Yeah. Or mean Gene Okerlund. No, no. Uh, uh, I can't think of the the manager for Bret Hart. The fuck was his name? The mouth of the south, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, yeah. Who plays Bret Hart? Who plays Bret Hart? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. (laughs) That's a good question. But he's a little smaller though. You know, know who plays any of these people? You can get somebody to play Bret Hart though. He's he's not like he his physique is not really what defined him. You know what I mean? Whereas like Hulk has like a certain kind of size to him. You know, Macho Man's uh, Ultimate Warrior. They all had a certain kind of physical look. Bret Hart, you can kind of get anybody who's in some sort of shape as long as they can portray the personality right. You know. Yeah, no personality. It's not hard. <laughs> All he's gonna do is say, "I'm the best there was, the best there, the best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be." The right way. And I can't and wear the glasses and wear the sunglasses. Wear the glasses. Who else was around? You got Jake the Snake. Sergeant, the snake. I mean, Sergeant Slaughter, you get somebody right? Wild to play Jake the Snake, right? Roddy Piper, right? I guess he was around. Roddy right Piper, Sergeant Piper? Slaughter, uh, yeah. Ted DiBiase. But Buttersworth says John Favreau should play Brother Love. That would be good. That actually, actually would be pretty good. <laughs> you know what? And you know who I want for Mean Gene Okerlund? Who? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. 
Kevin Smith. You play Mean Gene Ogreland. I feel like, I feel like Henry Cavill could do a better job. Oh God. <laughs> Rumored here, a running joke from here on rumored out. here, folks. Henry Cavill is playing multiple roles in the, in the Hulk Hogan biopic. Um, Henry Cavill is who playing else was every around, though? Like Jerry Lawler, right? He was around. You got yeah, Jerry Lawler. Is another one. Actually, Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Bobby was Heenan. was Ric Flair in the WWF back then? Oh yeah, Ric Flair. You know who who, who should play Ric Flair though? Who? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. That's actually a good choice. That's actually yeah, a really good I choice. Love, I, I like that. Yeah, that it's might that might be the best choice we've made all night. <laughs> <laughs> I all like right. that. All right, wait. Let's see. Hold on. You got John Favreau plays Brother Love. Uh, the Punisher should play Vince. Oh, I'm Barenthal. That's he not. That's not bad for Vince. That's not bad at all. He would be a good. Vince. <laughs> that's a good one. He doesn't really look like him, but he. I feel like the personality, the kind of walk, like he can do that perfectly. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. can do it. I that's like good, that. It's good call, Buttersworth. I like that. That's a good call for sure. Butters oh, just comes in at the end and closes Butters it out. Butters comes at the end and just blows our minds. Yeah. I'm Butters Worth, I, like I know it. you just jumped in, man, but uh, we're about to sign off. I appreciate you uh, <laughs> jumping in anyway. Uh, It'll be on YouTube tomorrow. Check out YouTube tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get it up on YouTube uh, at some point, um, probably in the morning tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back Tuesday, Theater Room Episode 58. And uh, keep an eye out. So we're talking House of the Dragon, Ring of Power, she Hulk, um, what am I missing? Andor. I guess those are the constant shows. We're gonna add yeah. heels to it because I definitely wanted to watch season one and I want to keep up with season two. Um, uh, maybe maybe that's something we add to uh the Patreon as a watch. Some reactions, maybe, right? That's on stars, I think it is, right? On stars, yeah. yeah. So wait, does that mean because stars is owned by Amazon, so can we do a watch party on Amazon? I don't that. know if the new season hits Amazon though. Oh, so it does stars first and then goes, all right, well. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, that might be worth it. So uh, keep an eye out for all that stuff. Um, if you haven't already, like and subscribe uh, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, the whole nine. And uh, we have a Patreon now. We'll put up some more and more details about that as we keep adding content. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later, man. Uh, thanks, thanks, guys, for jumping in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I will talk to you guys next week.